It's so sad. It's so sad. I mean, I don't... It's... I mean, it's the worst time ever in history, I think, to date. Hi, my name is Nicole, your host of The Lady in Pink. I'm really excited. I have a special guest with me today, Hannah. Hello. This is the now third, fourth time we've tried this. So here we go. It's rolling. Hannah and I have definitely had some technical difficulties. Actually, you're right. It is the audio is a lot bigger on the bottom. Yeah, I was a little worried about that. So I'm glad that we I'm glad I interrupted. <laughs> Backstory, you guys, we tried recording yesterday. And you know, this is a this is a learning process for me. And so I really appreciate you bearing with me and working through this. You are a saint. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna I mean, this is my life. <laughs> Yeah, a little update, a little um, intro for Hannah. Hannah is, I met her in Green Bay at, I was going out one night and what bar was that at? It was like a, oh, the, the sardine. There you go. Sardine can. It's my spot. <laughs> That's where I met the lovely Hannah. And she actually has her own podcast called Caffeinated and Confused. And she is a radio host for four different stations. Yes, I do afternoons in Green Bay, um, middays in Fargo, nights, nope, middays in Michigan, nights in Fargo, and then I do weekends and some weeks in Nashville, all over the place. Do you ever get to fly out to Nashville to go do radio stuff? I don't because I just started doing the Nashville stuff this past summer, and so I've been kind of weaseling my way like, hey guys, you know. I could talk about Nashville a lot easier if you would just let me come there. So it's, uh, I'm working on it, but we'll see. We'll see. Cool. That's cool. Um, so I asked Hannah to come on here today because we both are women in our late 20s, early 30s that are single and kind of just want to talk about the ins and outs, the the harsh realities and the good things, the bad things and all the all the in-between, and I just thought you were, like, the best person to come on here and just, like, talk about it with me. Yeah. I mean, I'm living it, so. <laughs> yeah. And it's because you you talk about it on your podcast, being single, and it's just, it's nice to have someone to relate to, um, to talk about this topic. This is going to be yeah. interesting. And the little icebreaker that I picked out for us is I went on hit, I went on Bumble and picked out five questions for us to answer. I love it. I love how the ones you chose to are not ones that I have in my profile. So it's great. They're all new answers. I, yeah, I would never put in mine either. That's why I wanted to because I was like, <laughs> I normally want to answer this question. I love it. Okay. So the first question is, what is the quickest way to your heart? Quickest way to my heart is to make me laugh. I feel like if a guy, is that same for you? Yes. Yeah, like I feel as though if a guy can't make me laugh or doesn't have the same sarcastic sense of humor that I do and can't just like joke around, it's just an immediate turnoff. I don't know. Like the la this guy that I've been talking to for a little bit, like him and I started talking where we just made up this whole like weird joke scenario. And I was like, that's very attractive to me. Like anyone who can just make me laugh is that's number one for sure. That is my number one. You, I always tell people because people are like, you're so picky. Me, 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 me. I'm like, I'm oh. really not. I'm like, all it takes is for me to spend a night laughing my ass off. And I'll be like, I'm so attracted to him. Exactly. Like, and it's a skill. It's not like a try hard funny. It's like I'm belly laughing. Then I'm mm -hmm. like, yes, golden. You have a good personality. Also, there's nothing wrong with being picky, by the way. I have had to. Yes. Like the older I get. 
And the more I hear that, I'm like, what's wrong with that, though? Because all of the people that I know who got married young, you know, like I'm now hearing about all of their struggles and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, if you would have just been pickier, then you wouldn't have this issue. Exactly. I have a I made a TikTok video a couple a while ago that said, if someone asked me about my dating life one more time, I'm going to come back and go, when do you want to admit that you settled? Because seriously, we're yeah. talk, talking about my life. Let's talk about your relationship that clearly isn't going anywhere. Yes. Preach, <laughs> preach it. <laughs> You're so right. And I'm too, it's too far gone where I'm like, no, I have my, my items. I'm going to be picky for a reason. Otherwise I could have settled eight years ago. No, nope. exactly. No nope. preach. Love that we're on the same page. <laughs> On a lot of things so far. Yeah, seriously. I feel like we're going to have answers, the same answers for all of these. So what makes you a great plus one? All right. Well, I am not scared of the dance floor. I'm not scared to. Yep. Like I will be on the dance floor. I will be singing along to all the songs. I can get along with anyone. Also, if it's like a family wedding, moms love me. So I just feel like, you know, moms, sisters, families, I get along with them all. So I think I I just love weddings and dancing and all that stuff, meeting people. I love that. I um I put that you will find me on the dance floor all night. I'll either be at the bar or the dance floor that 100%. I never can leave the dance floor. I actually yeah. made a joke. This is <laughs> rated R, but my, my cousin's wedding is in three weeks. And she only invited people for plus ones if they've been dating them long term. So mm-hmm. I obviously didn't get a plus one. So I joked that I was like, so since I'm not getting a plus one, I'm taking one home. And she was like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so good. And the, the, the groom, he just like, is like, God damn it, Nicole. I'm like, well, which single friends are coming, Joe? Because <laughs> you didn't give me one wedding. That is literally my number one question to any wedding I go to. I'm like, okay, so give me details of who is all single because that is where I will find myself. Oh, I stalked all of the same ones on Instagram. Oh, yeah. I love the ones in the queue. <laughs> you have to do it. You have to be prepared. So it's fine. Absolutely. Okay. Third, um, we'll get along if. We'll get along if you have a great relationship with family, with friends, if you like going and doing things on like the weekends. And I'm just, I have a very close knit friend group. And so I feel like I wouldn't be able to get along with someone who like, doesn't also understand how important that is. And like, wouldn't, you know, I don't know. I just feel like we're going to get along if that is a mutual thing that we have in common for sure. I couldn't agree more. I was thinking the same thing. And then I also said like active, like Mm -hmm. I, it is such a attractive thing for people. Like if you like, come on, let's go take a walk versus a couch potato. Yes. There's nothing wrong with couch potatoes every once in a while, but I have way too much FOMO and I have way too much, like we could be doing something right now. Like, you know, I don't know. So I'm the same way. I, yeah, I'm like a busy, you're right. The happy medium, but I'm like, we like golfing or like, I love doing sports stuff like skiing it needs to have active into it. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's going to be a clash. So Yes, 100%. I like that one. Agreed. Um, what is your favorite quality in a guy? Well, I feel like we kind of touched on that, but I feel like a sense of humor is for sure number one. I just can't because I joke all the time and like that's just my personality. So I feel like if you don't have a sense of humor or if you can't just understand my 
lingo. I have a, I have this conversation with my friend Corey all the time because he's also single and he went on a date with a girl who he's just like, I was battling the whole time because like my personality is joking and she just didn't get it. So I would like say uh, things and she would just stare. Like, stare at me. Yeah. And so I just feel like that's just a great quality to have. And Taco. yeah, it's so weird. It's like just fake laugh then. So awkward. Say, say something that, <laughs> gosh. Yeah. yeah, no. Ooh, cringe. I'm cringing for him right now. I know. It was bad. It was, it was really funny, actually, though, after that date. It was great. <laughs> I put like charisma. Like I find I, what I pay attention to, cause I have a lot of my friends are in either engaged or married or have long-term relationships. I noticed that if, um, like a family member walks in a room or a friend, they immediately get up and hug them. Yes. And I love seeing like compassion and like just empathy and kindness towards other people. I'm like, okay, that mm-hmm. really, I look for that in other people. Like I've, I've had friends who I've walked in a room and the boyfriend barely addresses me. And I'm like, hello. So like I speak that in other people. Cause I'm like, I want you to be best friends with my best friends. I want you to hug my parents or I don't want you to be hiding and then come out and say hi and be quiet. Yes. Oh my God. hundred percent. I went out with a guy this summer who so nice, great guy, but just like doesn't like, didn't get out a lot. Didn't have like, hasn't had a good group of friends, but just like, kind of socially awkward and so my I mean that's the number one thing for me if someone doesn't get along with my friends it's just like I can't Mm -hmm. you know and it's not like he didn't get along with them but it was just awkward and it was like he wouldn't be that I think he would be the boyfriend that would kind of just sit in the corner and I was like yeah this just isn't gonna work no I can't hold anyone's hand yes I said that all the time Mm -hmm. I'm like I need to be able to like if I'm going to bring you to a wedding or bring you to like game night with my friends, I don't want to have to like make sure you're okay. Correct. You know, like I need to be able to flutter off and know that you can hold your own. Exactly. Not being like, oh, I hope he's having a good time. No, I'm going to know you're having a good time because everyone around you is laughing and talking to you. No. Yes. I agree. (laughs) Um, Lastly, I am known for, so what are you known for? I am known for taking too many pictures and too many videos. I am the notorious, like all of my friends just know that they don't have to take any pictures or videos at any event because I'll just take a million. And then I have like 10 hundred shared albums. But I don't think I always like thought it was an annoying quality. And all my friends are like, no, like, it's amazing. You're like capturing all of this stuff, you know, and I'm like, good, because it's not going to stop. So sorry. I think we're the same person because everyone literally I've heard friends who are like, no, we need Nicole. Not because yes. we love her, but because they're like, she takes the best photos. She has all of the videos. I'm like, yeah, I am constantly like photo, 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 photo. Yeah. Cause then it's so fun. Like the next morning to look back at and laugh and yeah, I love it. Videos? Yes. What I wrote down is that I'm the entertainer. Like mm-hmm. I'm typically the one who's trying to like bring everyone together, make people laugh. I might embarrass myself because I'm busy being mm-hmm. the entertainer. Yeah. But it's like, but that's usual. That's what I feel like I'm known for, but also taking pictures always. Yeah. Just Someone's got to do it. I know. Right. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You like that photo later when I send yeah. it to you. So <laughs> exactly. Give me attitude now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Smile look pretty. Uh, that's funny. Those were some really like questions that I honestly have never put on my app. I know me either. Like I'm, I don't even know what I even have. I think like I made my Bumble 
I don't even know how long ago and I just keep like deleting the app. And so I think all of the things that I have on there are things I I did when I created it years ago. So I should probably. Uh, oh, my God. I've deleted that. my account probably 20 times. So like it has to like I have to redo the whole thing. Oh, see, that's why I don't delete the account. I just will delete the app. So then I guess I'm still popping up for like, yeah, unless I was in a relationship, problem, Hannah, because all the guys on the Bumble and the Hinge, I'm like, they've been on here just as long as I have. Did they, are they yeah. actually single or did they just not delete their profile? I know. I know. That's true. I, uh, I'll scroll through different dating apps and I'll be like, okay, do I actually know that person or do I just remember them from yes. being on this app like two years ago? I have to have that conversation with myself. Like, do I know them or are they just a dating app person? Does that happen to you in person? Because I swear I'll go out once a weekend and I'll be like, oh, that person's from the apps. Good for him. Yes. Someone. Or they'll be single. And I'm like, oh, still didn't find anyone just like me. But I'm like, from yeah. the it's like it's-, <laughs> it's like you have this like kindred thing already with them. You're like, oh, yeah, I've seen you on Hinge. I've seen you on Bumble. Oh, my God. This is actually so funny that we just brought this up. I joined a new gym and I walk in and the first thing I see is my pen pal. I went, oh, look who it is. My pen pal, the guy who literally, oh my God, we would text. He would text me from 6 a.m. until 10 o'clock at night all day for a week. And then I asked him three times to meet up and he always gave me an excuse. He was like, oh, I have COVID. Oh, I have to go dog sit in Mequon. Oh, I have this. And I ghosted him. I was like, I'm not looking for a pen pal. Yeah. All the girl, like I was with my friend. I said, that's my pen pal. She's like, what? I was like, yeah, I literally know all about his life because he texted me all day, every day for a week. But we never that is, I mean, I, I've probably had three or four different guys where it's been like that, but it's just like, I don't get it because it's like, then why are you on here? Like, why you know, are you trying to get to, why am I knowing all of this stuff about you, but you yes. have a desire to meet up with me? Yes. There was one guy I was talking to for probably like a week. It was the same thing, like texting all day, like, at, you know, good morning and asking me how my day is and learning like up until like two in the morning. And I would be like, I have to go to bed. And he's like, no, I want to keep talking all this stuff. So finally, I'm like, let's get together, whatever. Then he like doesn't respond to me for a day. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so then like the next day, it was a Friday night. I, get, I wake up from a text at like 2 a.m. that he had said like, you seem like you're super great and so nice, but I just moved back and I'm not sure I'm right. I'm like, then why have you been talking to me for a week? Like what you psychopath. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Then I run into him at the bar like a week later and turns out we have like mutual people we know. So I walk up to these two girls who are like, he went to high school with apparently, and he's in this group. Doesn't say a word to me. We're at the same bar all night. That's not a big bar. And he never says a word to me. I'm just like, you're, this is so weird. Like I literally know everything about your life pretty much at this point like so weird men are so weird they're so weird I'm like you hide behind a screen like yeah grow up I know it's like what are you doing get don't go on the dating apps then like what I yeah it's the same with like when they match with you and then I like even on bumble like you'll send the message and I'm like why did you swipe yeah and then they either don't respond or they like delete you it's like but yeah swiped on me like wasn't that the whole point of this it's crazy because like bumble it's like ghost town and then hinge guys will s- the, oh i don't know about you but like not to be a bitch but trolls send me oh. about how we would be madly in love and how yeah. literally one guy said verbatim your your energy seems electric i could just feel it through this i was like i'm going to vom 
I don't know why, like the, the, the creepiest people send you like love letters on hinge, but then on Bumble, I'm like, I know you should. I, I should honestly just record a whole podcast one time of my message requests on Instagram, just like through my job. It's just, I mean, can we get into that actually? Like what are some of the weirdest things that you've had to experience based like, oh my God, like with all of that? I mean, so much like people are just so weird. Men are so weird. I had at the last event that I had, we had Reba. The Reba concert was in town. So I always host the pre-parties at this bar that's by the venue. I had, I think, three different people come up to me and they're like, we want to set you up with like my son or this, and which is great, which is so nice because it's like people care. But then they'll like show me pictures and I can't in person be like, no (laughs) yeah but then I'm thinking in my head I'm like really did you think that I was going to be down for that like what is going on I'm like shame for thinking that no yeah and then I'll have you know I have probably 60 to 80 year old men who are calling the station all the time or sending me messages asking to take me on a date and I'm like you're literally 70 and you look homeless I've had them show up places I am like yeah it's wild I mean you know good for them for having a strong sense of themselves but no I don't think men realize either how much they're how how much they make us uncomfortable sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like let's be realistic. Let's not yeah. let's not do something because you're trying to prove to yourself that you still got it. Or it's like, don't be a perv, don't be a creep. Yeah. And yeah. anytime someone like to not be mean, someone shows me they're like, oh, let me set you up. I'm like two plus two equals four, and I'm getting negative six. So yeah. not this isn't. I know, I know. I had one of the women like I didn't know what to say. I was just like, oh yeah, you know whatever. And then the dude the son messaged me like a week ago. Luckily I'm not friends with him. He messaged like, cause I have a station page and then like my personal page and he messaged my personal page. So it went to like my requests, but I'm just, he's like, what did he say? Um, like saying this may seem odd. My mom said, so his mom made me take a picture with her and her holding her phone up with a picture of him being like, Oh, it's your first picture together. And he's like, she told me to message you, so here I am. And I'm like, okay, I feel bad. I always, like, <laughs> don't know how far to go with certain things like that because I don't want them to listen and feel bad, but it's just, like, it's just awkward. Like, I someone know. just set me up with a normal person. Not saying he's not, but, you know. Actually, the story I wanted to share, I'm glad this was, like, a transition into this. I call my dad today. Cause they just got back from Florida and he was like, Oh, have you spoke to your mother? I was like, yeah, yesterday. Why? What's up? He was like, Oh, did she tell you about Kevin? And I was like, who? She's like, yeah, Kevin. Stay away from Kevin's by the way. Oh, trust me. Scarred. I don't like the name Kevin. Literally. Multiple reasons. And my dad goes, Oh, why don't you just call your mother? And then my dad is like rambling. He's like, yeah. So he knows where you live. You live across. I said, I said, mom told him where I live. And he was like, Nicole, just call your mother. I called my mom. She's in the grocery store and I like rip her ass a new one. And she's like, I'm in the grocery store. I'm not having this conversation right now. And she hangs up. So then she calls me back oh and my goes, God. I need you to listen and not speak. I'm going to share this story. Do not interrupt me. And she was like, I met this guy on an airplane. She goes, we weren't supposed to be sitting there and we got pre-boarding and there was an open seat next to us and he sat down and my mom was like, she goes, I did the coming or going like, 
do you live in Florida and you're coming to Milwaukee? And he was like, oh, no, I live in Milwaukee. And she's like, oh, where do you live? And he was like, oh, downtown. Same. He literally lives across the street from me. And she's like, oh, my daughter lives there. And I was like, can you can you not just be like, oh, the area. Unless he's normal and cute. So long story short, he is normal. He is cute. He's very successful. Very nice and genuine. And my mom literally and he actually really shouldn't be talking about this because he just followed my page. (laughs) but she I if he is listening she literally goes she texts me Nicole I think I met your I found your husband I think this is meant to be I just think you need to give him a chance and you want to know the crazy story is that I told my friends and one of my friend's boyfriends actually tried setting up me up with him like a year ago but we just never made it happen and I'm like I think it's meant to be small world yeah because this is what she said she goes well if you ever see a young lady in a pink blazer that's my daughter and she was like, oh, and she has a podcast called Lady in Pink. I was like, did you just give up my whole life story? Seriously, my address, my like Instagram handle. My dad pulls up my stuff, hands the phone to the guy on the airplane. Oh. And my mom's like, Jim, you were sleeping. And now you're handing the phone of your daughter yeah. to this guy. I was like, I'm so happy you guys did a little. I mean, it's, it would make a great love story, though. Oh, she's my mom's been blowing up my phone since I got off the phone with her. <laughs> oh, see, I just need someone to set me up with someone who's at least has like all their teeth. That would be nice. That's all I ask. Just have all the teeth in their mouth. That's all. I, that's all I want. And like, be under sixty. You know, be age appropriate. For a hot minute, I was attracted to everyone under the age of twenty-five. If ooh. like there was these like, oh. the new gym I joined, I was like, ooh, they are sexy as hell. Twenty-three. I went mm-hmm. hmm, barely pushing legal age of drinking. I was like, that's a hard pass. Like, yeah, my friends all make there was a there was a guy who was messaging me for a while who lives in the area and he was 23 at the time, I think. And I would always be like, you know, you're too young for me. like I wasn't like shy about it. I'm like, you're too young for me. And he's like, I'm an old soul. But then it was just like, no, you're not like, you know, you're not at all. And then he would say things like there was one time that I posted a thing to my Snapchat story and it was me and my friend's baby. And he was like, that could be our baby one day. And I was like, sir, you haven't even asked me on a date. Like I would say to him like, Hey, if you want to go out, like you have to ask me and he, you know, I'm just not good at this and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. But yet you're saying that we're going to have babies and you haven't even asked me on a date. Let's slow our roll. Oh my gosh. That's like the one thing, like speaking of asking people out on a date, that's the one thing like I've noticed. I don't know if you noticed in your stage of life, like if you are trying to ask me out or really putting in the effort and then I finally say yes, and then you don't have a plan and you're like, oh, I was going to ask you major turn off. And now I know now we're not doing it at all because I need you to show me that you can take the lead. It's like, I don't want to take the lead. Take the lead. Show yeah. me that you can be a man. Don't bug me to go on so many dates and then not have a plan in place. And it's really not that hard. It's not hard. Hey, I'll come pick like, you up and go get a drink. Perfect. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That that actually brings me to what happened to me last night. And I was texting all my friends about it this morning because I'm like, just annoyed, but I'm trying not to be like mean or a bitch because I like the guy and like, we've been trying to get together forever, but it was like, I got COVID. He got sick. His grandma passed away. It was like all this stuff. The perfect. And yeah. And so then I'm like, so then we finally make plans 
for like we were talking on Sunday and because or last week we were like, okay, he was asked when I was free. And I was like, well, honestly, not until like mid next week. I'm like super busy. I'm out of town, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, okay, let's plan for mid next week. So on Sunday we're talking and I'm like, hey, all right. So like, let's make these plans or whatever. And he was like, okay, the only evening I'm open is like Thursday. So would you want to get drinks on Thursday? And I'm like, yeah, you know, and I could tell that I was going to have to be the one to like initiate making plans which is fine whatever some guys just are you know intimidated I guess by I don't know so then we make like loose plans for Thursday I'm like okay I work until six blah 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 we'll get drinks and so then I text him yesterday and I'm like hey so like where should we go on Thursday and he was like I don't really care or he said and men are men are just dumb where it's like really like is the bar so low that you can't just like he goes, doesn't matter to me. Oh. He goes, I do have an after work event that goes until 830. Is that too late? And I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of annoying because you told me that you were free. Correct. But I'm not going to like be a psycho, I'm like whatever. So I was like, wow, busy guy is like works for me if it works for you. And then he said it was a networking happy hour. And I was like, sounds exciting. I was like, well, and this is not the first time that he's like, done that or whatever but then continues to talk to me and continues to like say things about hanging out so I was like okay well I was like I'd still very much like to get together finally and see where things go with us but I'm having a hard time reading if you do or not so just let me know and we can plan a spot and he goes I'd still like to hang out I'll let you know how the event is going oh so you think I'm just going to go home after a long day of work and sit around and what wait? Yeah, no, no. You know? And so I'm like, in what world? Like, what? It's really not that. Yeah. So I literally just responded and I said, I said, you're confusing. That was all I said. And we haven't talked since then. But it just doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make sense. I know. And it like, that's the shit that bothers me because it's like, don't waste my time. I'm not here to waste yes. your time. And you clearly are not making me a priority because if I was a priority, you wouldn't say you were free on a Thursday when you're clearly not and you know damn well it's going to go late and then you're going to just cancel on me. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit around and like get wait ready. for that. Like, yeah. Oh my God. And that's the other thing is like men don't realize the effort that people put into getting ready. Like I seriously, my previous podcast where this guy stood me up 10 minutes before meeting him. He blew me off to go watch the bad game. No. He texted me an hour before our date. Hey, a bunch of my friends and I are going to this bar to watch the Badger. Or no, a bunch of my friends are going to this bar to watch the Badger game. Would you want to skip the wine bar and go there? And I was like, this is date number two. I'm not, I don't even know you. Why am I trying to hang out with your friends? Yeah. I said, can we go after? He was like, yeah, for sure. I literally texted him. I'm like, I'm on my way. He was like, ooh, I'm at work late. Sorry, going to have to cancel. I was irate. Uh, I know. It's just, it's ridiculous. And then it's like, I was texting my friends because I'm like, I don't want to jump the gun and be like, F you, I'm done with you. Because I'm like, it is so hard to find someone that you like actually enjoy talking to. And I was like, I, but then I'm like, they're like, well, Hannah, Number one, we'd be annoyed if I were you too. But number two, like men are just dumb. Like he probably thinks nothing of it. He probably thinks that that's normal. But it's like, no, we've been trying to go on a first date for like a month, probably more than a month because I had COVID right at the beginning of the year. 
And then it's like, and I was very patient because I understand what it's like when like you lose a grandparent and she was sick for a while. And so that, you know, I was like very patient, but now it's just like, no, like, come on. You know, if you were actually, I don't know, I'm just so annoyed by it. And that's, that's part of the problem too, is I don't think people realize with dating because I don't know about you, but people at work are, that is like the hot topic. Anytime I see someone who I haven't seen in a while, the first thing that comes out of their mouth is how's your dating life? Are you seeing someone? And it frustrates me because I'm like, you have no idea the shit that we have to go through and all of the the efforts and the the games that we have to play. And then it's just like, then I start to give up and I delete the apps and I don't even care because I'm like, it's exhausting. And then the people are like, well, what are you doing to put yourself out there? And I just want to strangle them because it's like, it's not worth explaining all of that to them. They And they don't get it. Like half the people don't no. understand. No, it's so frustrating because it's like, it's just so defeating because you get excited about something and then it just all goes to hell. And so it's like, well, I don't want to like not get excited about it. But at the same time, it's like, I just don't, I just don't get it. And it's like the bar is so low. The bar is so low that a man, like I went out with a guy before it was like right before Thanksgiving and Knew it wasn't going to ever end up in a relationship because he is in the Air Force and lives in Germany, but he was like home. Ooh. Yeah. And but he was home for the week and then coming back again for Christmas, whatever. Had like the best date. I mean, we were like out for like five hours. They had to kick us out of the restaurant because we were talking, like walked around and because it was by we went by Lambo, this really nice restaurant by Lambo, and they had all the lights up and we're like making out under the twinkle lights. Like it was just a great first date. And then I never saw him again then he would he texted me every day even when he when he was in germany i would like wake up to like you're probably sleeping but good morning i just woke up here like all this stuff comes back for christmas text me like every step of the way like just got off the train this is what i'm doing this is what i'm meeting at the airport i'm pulling off the tarmac like up until him getting off the highway like unsolicited telling me all this stuff and then i was like okay when are we getting together and never heard from him again. <laughs> and so I'm like, the bar was so low that I was like, wow. Because he was very like, we had a great conversation. He was like, I'm going to take you on a date. Like, I'll tell you where I'm paying, like all this stuff. And I was like, so I'm like, wow, really? It just took a man, one nice day with a man for me to like get excited. And then that's what happens. So then it's like, what do you do? That That makes me so mad. That makes me so mad. And like you said, men are dumb. They truly are because it's like, I don't know if they get excited when they text us, but I get excited. And then I'm like thinking, do they realize that we're excited? Or when I'm sitting here like wanting to text them, I'm like, no, I have to wait. Do they even realize that we're waiting for them to text? Or they're just probably like, oh, maybe I should send a text to Hannah versus me. I'm like, hello, hello, hello. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Trying to be patient. I don't think they think about that. At all. That's why when he said that thing to me last night, I'm like, he probably thought that that was like in his mind trying to comfort me being like, no, like I still really want to see you like whatever. But it's like, no, that's not how that's coming off. Like you need to have like, no, it's not. And it sucks because the bare minimum isn't even being met anymore. That when Mm -hmm. something that should be a basic need we are applauding because the bare minimum is so far gone that it's like, wow, you texted me back in a timely manner. Oh my God, this is it. Let's go. You're like, I know it's so sad. It's so sad. I mean, I don't, it's, I mean, it's 
the worst time ever in history, I think, to date. It's just with social media and... COVID's destroyed it too. I think that for Milwaukee, I don't know how it is in Green Bay, but I feel like no one uses those dating apps as a legitimate thing. I think they only use it to like hook up or Mm -hmm. just to see what ass is out there. To be honest, like no one takes it legitimately. No. And men are scared. Men are scared of women. I think men are also scared of women like us who are older and independent and just like have our shit together that it intimidates them. And it's like, we do so much for ourselves what can you do for me? Yeah. Because- and it's like, I'm not asking for a lot. Like, I just want like a partner to live life with. I'm not like, you don't have to, you know, it's like, no, I just want. Just looking for a best someone. friend. Cause I can already, yes. already give myself half the things that a lot of women use men for. I already give that to myself. Yeah. I'm just looking for a partner in crime. You exactly. said, you don't have to buy me a house. I fucking bought it myself. You don't have to, if I want something, I'll go get it myself. Like, are you kidding? Yes. No. And, like, I have all of the things that I want. Like, this is just, like, the missing puzzle piece. Like, it's not – I don't know. I just – men are just – they're just something else. And it's just – they're always now with social media and with apps. I feel like they're always just looking for the next best thing or always looking for validation from, like, young hot girls on Instagram and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of this stuff. And it's just like, yeah, but what is that, like, going to – do there was one guy who I mean it was like a year-long situationship that ended not good but there was like our first like big fight where he did the kind of the same thing that that guy did you as an hour before we were supposed to meet and he texted me and just said I can't come tonight I'm sorry that was all it said and I was like okay it was the day after my grandma died no it was like yeah it was bad and so I like a couple days later I was like that was really shitty like whatever and he sends this huge long thing like outlining all the ways his past relationships has screwed him up and how he's probably going to be alone forever and then you know he's saying these things like you're fun and beautiful and smart and funny and hardworking like makes this huge list of all these like attributes he sees in me and he's like but I'm just not ready for a relationship it's like then what are what else are you looking for like if those you know like you just what are you doing my friend just told me today I was on a walk with him and he was like if any guy if you ask them like what I'm looking for and they say I'm open make them describe it down to the to the tiniest de- like detail, like what are you looking for? Because I'm not here to be part of your journey of figuring your shit out. Yes. Like, no, Oh my God. And no. communication is not that hard. Like, and I hate that when women communicate like exactly what they are looking for, men take that in as being clingy. Yes. And it's like, no, it's not being clingy. I'm trying to be forward with you that I'm looking for a relationship and I need to get to know you and hang out with you in order to do that. So if you can't give me your time and day on to the next sweet pea, it's not that hard. Yeah, seriously. And it's sad that like I even last night when I sent that text to that guy that was like, well, like I still want to see you like I'd like to see where things go. Even it took me like 10 minutes to get the courage to even send that because I'm like, oh, is that going to be too much but it's like no it's not too much it's literally just me saying like this is what I want you know but then it's like it's so sad that society has almost like or just dating in general has made me like almost scared to like do that stuff because I'm like oh I don't want them to think I'm crazy or clingy or you know when it's like no it's really not that at all and that's kind of like what I wanted to talk about too like how is your approach on dating 
changed over the years because my approach has changed so much. But it also my approach has changed, but it's hard because society has changed so much of it that it's like almost clashing that I'm getting yeah. like an oil and water and vinegar effect because I'm like, I'm trying to approach this strong and independent and confident, but society is literally trying to push me down into the ground. For sure. Yeah. I think, um, as I've gotten older, I've definitely been more confident to like put myself out there. I feel like I didn't do that for a long time or I had the issue of always, I mean, I think literally up until I was like 30, it was just all like situationship things that were never going to be a relationship. But like, I shit you not, I wasted like years of my life doing that with certain people. Oh yeah. And where it was like, you know, I just like, I guess I just wasn't confident enough to like put the kibosh on it. Cause I'm like, well, what if I never find, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And I mean, I spent a long time like thinking I was going to change people's minds and guys. And so I feel like since I, as I've gotten older, I've realized that, you know, you have to, I mean, I say that I don't take my own advice, hence the year long situationship I was in last year, but <laughs> I feel like I at least kept my options open with that. Like I would still, I was still talking to other guys and still going out with other guys where I don't think I would have done that in the past. Cause I wasn't like confident enough yeah. to do it, but I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Yeah. What is it going to hurt? Absolutely. And like, the old me was always put like the power in the men's hand. Like, yes. Okay. What do they want? What do they want? How do they want me to act? How do they want me to? And it's like, no, I've completely changed that. Like even on a first date, I'm like, I'm not here to talk about your favorite color. And if you like cats or dogs, I'm here to talk about emotions. Do you have an emotional mm-hmm. intelligence? Cause if you don't, this isn't going to work. Emotional intelligence. And like, I, I went on a date where I, t- I got so deep and I had a guy literally say, I've never talked this deep about with someone. And I'm like, because I know exactly what I'm, looking for but I it also I think it's hard because it scares people I feel like men are so behind with dating and like you said they like in Milwaukee I always joke there's one hot guy out of 10 but there's 20 hot women and so they have so much but one girl is chasing after this I mean 20 girls are chasing after the same one guy yeah I have that argument with my guy friends so often because they don't believe that and I'm like you guys any guy that I have talked to I'm like you guys in general my friend group my guy friends they have all talked to the same girl like six different girls and I'm like you guys are literally living proof that that is true and then I come to find out like um with the situationship thing that I was in last year like now that I've removed myself from it and I've like taken the blinders off I have found out so much about him and like how many girls he is talking to and sending the same things he was sending me to these girls. And I'm like finding all this out and like, Oh my God, like it's just, it's so sad. Cause I I feel like girls are much different. Maybe there are girls out there who are like that, but I just a hundred percent agree with you. Like guys have way more choices than we do and they know that. And they, that's why they're all, still single in their 30s and it in it I play the apps on my friends phones first of all I like felt the need to change my profile because I put me and a bunch of my friends and then I'm playing with theirs and it's all half naked pictures and I'm mm-hmm. like gorgeous 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 I'm like let's play with mine and they're like yeah. oh god I'm like uh-huh exactly I'm like yeah. you I'm like you guys have no idea how hard it is for us 
And then to finally feel like you, you have a connection with someone, but oh no, he has a connection with the 10 other people as well. So exactly. You're probably number nine. You're not number one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I definitely, I find it more attractive. Like even the guy that I'm supposed to go out with tomorrow, who the hell knows what's going to happen. But like something else that kind of turned me on, I guess, about him is that he doesn't like, maybe he's on social media a lot, but he has like, he follows like a hundred people on Instagram. Love that. And I am like, that's a turn on for me. Like that's a green flag because there are so many guys who you go on any girl's picture who is in the area and their name is the first one liked on every single picture. And I'm like, that is a big red flag. And, you know, a lot of my guy friends would be like, what is it? It's just a click of a button. I'm like, no, there's more behind it than that. You're doing more than just liking a picture. Like, no. So I've, that's, that's something I've definitely learned. So I find it a big turn on. I'm like, Ooh, you don't post a lot on Instagram and you only follow a hundred people. Like, Hmm. Okay. I love that. Any guy who gets over five, it's the same with a female. Any, unless you're like, like have a platform, any person who has a lot of likes on their, a, a man or I'm like, no, you got hella people sliding into your DMs. You got hella people trying to talk to you. I'm like, nobody should, no man should have over 500 likes. I'm like 480 of them are females. Yeah, exactly. Like 20 are your guy friends. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That is just like just a huge thing that I definitely notice now. I'm like, okay, that's not, that's not going to work for Very me. Very attractive. Yes. Love that with low, low social media. But it's so sad that those are things like I have this conversation, my cousin who met her husband before like cell phones were even a thing. And I was like, it's such a sad, like how many things we have to think about now. Like I would drive myself crazy. And I know when I meet my person that this isn't even going to be a thought in my head. So I should have known that when you have to go through, like when their follower account goes up or they're like following and you're like back when you could see who they recently followed on like if you went on Instagram on Chrome or whatever. I mean, I would find myself obsessively looking at that and be like, who is this girl? And it's like, oh my God, it's so sad how we just have access to all of that. And it's just so hard now because you can drive yourself absolutely crazy. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it was like the same with Snapchat. Like that's how I have a friend who found out she was being cheated on from Snapchat and knowing who his number one Snapchat yes. was. That was so out. shady of Snapchat to have that. I want them to bring it back so fast. No, so bad. <laughs> like, oh my Awful. gosh. I know social media has actually ruined dating. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I was visiting my grandpa and I asked him, I was like, grandpa, can you give me some dating advice? And he was like, just talk to them. Cause I, cause he, I was like, back then I was like, how'd you get grandma? And, um, he went to high school with my grandma's sister. Oh no. My grandpa's sister was friends with my, my grandma, but they were a year apart. And he just was like, if you wanted to talk to someone, if you wanted to get anything done, you had to talk to them. He's like, if you wanted a job, he goes, if you wanted to sell yourself, if you had a product, he goes, you couldn't hide behind a screen. He goes, you had to talk to people. He's like, that's the only way you're going to get out, get anything anywhere in life. He goes, is talking to them and making that personal connection. And I was just like, so many people hide behind a screen these days. Yeah. People don't do that. People don't go up to people at bars anymore. It's like, and I'm guilty of even if a guy were to do that, like even being like, oh, creep. And it's like, no, that's not. That's how it should be. Should be. You know? Exactly. I know. It's it's that phrase where it's like if you were attracted to them, you would like it. But if it's because you don't like them, you're like, 
you weirdo. Like, please do not yeah. come up to me. You're in my personal space. But if he's cute, I'm like, hello. Yeah, exactly. And it's usually the cute ones that do that that are the ones that you should run away from. Yeah. It's like, no, <laughs> stay away. So I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's all just, it's hard. And it's hard when you have... I mean, like all my guy friends are still single, but out of my girlfriends, like I'm the last one who's not married. Like I'm single. (laughs) What? I said all your guy friends are single. I might need to get a tissue. My nose won't stop. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, I mean, unless the ones that are married to my friends, but yeah, like, you know, I just find myself and that might also be an issue why guys don't approach me at the bar is because I'm always out with my guy friends (laughs) and I'm like, I went out with like three of them one weekend. I was like, yeah, that this is not great for me because now they probably think that I'm with you or they're not going to come and approach because I'm with a bunch of guys, but they're my only single still like going out regularly friends. So like, what are you, what are you going to do? Oh, I had the same issue. I have guy friends who recently all just kind of got into relationships and I would literally, they would be like, let's go out. And I'm like, no, stay away from me because everyone literally thinks we're dating and it's pissing me off. Like you need to walk away and like they're attractive. So then of course I would assume the same thing too. I think Mm -hmm. I did assume that you were dating, excuse me. I think I thought you were dating Jason when I first met all of you guys, because you guys were all together. Yeah. I think a lot, a lot of people, yeah. People have thought that I was dating Jason. People a lot of people think that Corey and I are dating. I had one girl actually, some like drunk, a listener, which I love that like people are, you know, concerned about my love life. But I woke up one morning, I didn't go out and this chick clearly had gone out and she sent me a message at two in the morning because I think we went golfing. So I had like a picture of Corey on my thing. And she's like, I can't hold this in anymore. He's in love with you. You two are meant to be together and all this stuff. And I wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh, that poor poor girl is probably so embarrassed that she sent me that last night. But I was like, it's so funny. So yeah, like, I mean, even on social media and stuff, people just assume that I'm dating them. But I mean, it's hard when you're only single going out, want to like rage friends are all guys. So I don't know. I know. We talked about this yesterday that a lot of people have asked why I'm not. First of all, my guy friends are a lot younger than me. They're four years younger than me Um, because a lot of my guy friends from college don't live here and just got – they're all in different states. So the ones that moved back that I swam with, I'm close with, and all of them have asked why I'm not dating them. I'm like, no. It's funny because there was a TikTok that said – most guys, when they're friends with you, at one point wanted to have something with you, but then you friend zoned them, so now they're your friend. Yeah, <laughs> is that the case? It's like so funny, but it's like no, you like we said, it, you know too much about them. They're basically players. Yeah. Hard path. And like some days, do I wish that something like that were to happen? Because it's like you already have, you know, you already know you get along with that person. I'm like, God, that would just be so easy if I did have feelings for mm-hmm. one of them, or you know. But it's just like. I mean, literally, they know everything about me. I know everything about them. Like, when we all go on dates, like, we'll text each other what happened and, you know, send each other comfort. Like, we, like, just know way too much. Yeah. Like, they are, and it's, you know. I think it's good to have guy friends. You, like, you need that. And so. Yeah. No. Sometimes that line doesn't have to. I, I like that. But, I, know yeah. what I mean, it would be nice. Some yeah. Guy so. Are dickheads. And I'm just like, nah. Nope, none for me and none for any of you because I just don't, I don't trust I know. 
<laughs> I know. It's just like, I, yeah. And I'm like, you guys, like, no. If you guys, if the girls who are like, you should date so-and-so, I'm like, if you knew the things that I knew, like, you no. Oh. You wouldn't. There was a guy. Love all my guy friends. They, I hope that they all find love. I just am fully convinced none of them are, I mean, they're like every other guy that we've talked about. They're just looking for the next best thing, looking for validation from pretty girls. And you have a lot of attractive guy friends. They need to come make their way up to Milwaukee because I Green Bay, I swear to God, this shit pisses me off. A lot of handsome men live in Green Bay. And I'm like, what is every time I've gone to Green Bay, I'm like, these men don't live in Milwaukee. Where are they from? Yeah, but here's the deal. The people that you've probably met in Green Bay, those are the only attractive people <laughs> in the entire area. And every single one of them has hooked up with every single bartender. Every <laughs> single like, <laughs> like literally, I mean, yeah, there are, I guess, a small amount of attractive men, and they're the ones that go out to the bars and are You're right, because the men I saw at the sardine can. Mm-mm. Are there cute ones there? No, the gauge oh. rings and the Carhartt. Oh yeah, their jewel pens. I was like, yeah, that's majority of it. And then there's like two percent of hot guys who are single, and they're the ones who are out and they're liking every girl's Instagram picture. <laughs> yeah, they're not who you want to date. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. Oh gosh, I know. Sometimes I always feel like the pool just like. It's like a washing machine. It just continues to just get the same load, but it's like that everywhere. I kind of forget. It just men yeah. need to go to dating one on one, one one. They they are really the ones. Women do so much self work and so much like. It's not like I always say. I don't want to put myself in like a small box. Like I want to give who I am off the bat because I don't want to like be like surprise date four. This is really who I am. But I feel like it's. Like in today's society, it's just it's becoming that way, and I just I just don't know how to get away from it, and I'm just tired of. I don't know about you, but like my singleness is sometimes the platform of every conversation everywhere we go. Hundred percent. Yes. Who did you talk to this week? What did you do this week? Oh my god, who did you? It's just like why, like I posted a TikTok today that actually is spiking in views and shares and it literally said i am the entertainment for all of my friends because of my dating life being a shit show oh 100 i am like oh yeah like they'll be like what happened with so-and-so what's so-and-so and it's fine but it's also i mean it's part of my job too where it's like you know i have so many people listening to me every day and following along in my journey or whatever. And it's like, that's literally what I'm like, people know me as Hannah from Y100 who's single and like drinks wine. And I mean, that's like literally my brand. So I'm like, what am I going to do if people are people still going to want to listen to what I have to say if I have a boyfriend thing? Like when I had my old podcast, I thought I was like, am I repelling men? Do people not want to date me because they know they're going to be talked about on my podcast? And then I'm like, then what am I going to talk about when this podcast is about being single in the city if I get a boyfriend? I was like, oh, my God, I'm manifesting to be single forever. This cannot be happening right now. I know. I had a guy, the one who was too nice and, like, too shy, whatever. But there was one night that he – it was actually the last time I saw him. Bless his heart. Um, He came over 
And keep in mind, we had gone on like five or six dates at this point. He had been over, like made him dinner. This time he came over to watch a movie. He had never made a move, never even tried to kiss me. And I'm like, I knew he was like shy and didn't date a lot. So I was like, you know, I'll let it go at his pace. But at one point after one of our dates, I think I said something to him. I was like, you know, you should like, we should probably, you know, kiss or something at some point. Make a move. So. Yeah. And so he's like, every time I leave, I'm like kicking myself and blah, blah, blah. Like he was very much an overthinker. Like I overthink, but he was like medicated for it. Like me just overthink everything. Bless his heart. But he was over for this movie and the movie was over. And then he just like, I could tell he was about to start a serious conversation. I'm like, oh, oh no. And I'm like three glasses of wine in. He like, moves to sit on my ottoman so he's facing me and i'm just like sunk in my couch with my wine i'm like lord jesus he starts like spilling his soul about you know how he just doesn't know how this stuff works blah 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 and then he starts telling me how he's also been terrified to do anything because he's scared (laughs) that i'm going to talk about it on the radio or on my podcast so he's like and so i'm just so scared to say or do anything i'm like dude like i won't if you tell me not to talk about like i'm not going to talk about personal stuff but if you screw me over then yeah yeah you're dick I'm gonna talk about it. sorry your dirty laundry is getting hung out to dry so don't yeah i'm like you. taylor swift like don't do anything wrong and i won't have to talk about it <laughs> sorry <laughs> but i just felt so bad because i could tell that he was like stressed out about it like i've just been so worried i'm like oh my god oh. is that what men like men probably think that like oh god i'm scared to go out with her because she's gonna talk about it well hell no a, a man should listen and be like oh i'm about to treat her like a queen so that she can talk about it and be like yeah Great. hello here's the guy you've been yes. looking for right here yeah anyone who's a friend the right man for you and the right man for anyone like that stuff won't matter anyway absolutely not you know like they'll probably think it's cool like hell yeah i have a girlfriend who like has a radio show and a podcast like correct wants you to know? brag about it like Listen in today. She says she shares a funny story about what we did. Mm -hmm. Oh, so I just have to remind myself of that. But it is, yeah, it's just it's a tough. It's a tough. tough I haven't been on a date in probably. I I couldn't tell you the last time I went on a date. If I'm being honest, I. Well, because men don't ask people to go on dates anymore they just think that they're gonna talk to you on the phone and then meet up with you when you go out and like hook up and i'm like no i'm 32 that's not what i do anymore like that's not what i'm looking for i want you to ask me on a date Mm -hmm. or even i've initiated it multiple multiple times or i've been like hey let's i always initiate it and i'm tired of initiating it and i've realized i feel like because we're kind of like the same person i realized that i have very so masculine and feminine energy and I have very masculine energy. Like I want to take the lead. I want to take control. I'm a planner where I'm like, okay, I need to know what day of the week we're meeting up, where we're going so that I can plan out when I need to do certain things. And like, I'm working on patience, but I also like to let someone else take the lead, the lead. But I've noticed in a lot of guys that I've had situationships with that I'm always trying to like teach them and show them the way and that's why mm-hmm. that I'm like, I would love a man to tap into my feminine energy where I don't feel like I always have to take the lead and show someone how how to date someone. It's like yes. so exhausting. That I'm like, I don't even want to do it because no one has shown me at I all. Know. I know. I'm the same exact way. I'm just like, I just want it to be easy. Like, I don't want 
you know, I also just like first dates are fun. And like once they get started and if you have like a rapport with the person, like I find them to be fun. But it's like the anxiety leading up to a first date and like that first like initial hello and meeting. It's just like so stressful that I don't want to have to do it anymore. It's so I stress out all day. I sweat through my clothes. I'm like, I can talk to anyone, but it's just that initial you know, you meet at the restaurant or whatever. It's just so fucking awkward. I just don't want to do it anymore. It's the worst. It's so awkward. And my friend Gabby makes fun of me because she literally goes, Nicole, you could talk to a brick wall. She's like, how are you scared to go on a date? I'm like, because for you, I don't know about you, but when I hug someone, that is the first thing I pay attention to. So I expect a hug right when we meet. And if you don't, Mm -hmm. I'm like, eh, that was awkward. What do we? Yes. I've had a guy hit me on the back so hard. I was like, oh my God. I was like, you don't like physical touch. I was like, what the hell? What? Oh, cringe. It was so cringe. He literally hugged me and smacked me in the back. And I was like, that was not a hug. No. Uh uh-uh. It was me choking and you trying to get it up. So, no, that. Yeah. It's just one. all of it. It's like the beginning and then the end is always so awkward, too, where it's like, are you going to make a move? Like, what what's going to happen here? You know, and it's just, it's so awkward. Like, even when I think about that date I went on with that Air Force guy who, like, again, it was a great date, whatever. But at the end, it's like, I was like, oh, you know, like, we should get together again before you leave. And then, like, I, like, went in for a hug. And so we hugged. But then he, like, did the thing where he, like, went to go, like, move his mouth in. But he, like, kissed my cheek at first because it, like, touched my cheek. But And I was like, I mean, it was a great makeup sesh after that but it was like that initial like trying to get the lip it's yep. just like oh my god I think about it and I cringe I'm like ugh, it's just so awkward like I don't want to do that anymore no and I usually drink two glasses of wine before I go on a date and oh, then I'm like sure. okay am I attracted to you or is my liquor attracted to you <sighs> I'm like shit or am I just really desperate for this to work that I'm going to correct yeah oh god and nothing worse when you're sitting on a date in the first 10 minutes you're like I want to leave you just know yeah bad Bad. I know. I can't even think like, I think I need to start going back on dates just to like get out there. But I can't even recall like, I've been on so many bad dates. I've been on so many good dates, but so many bad dates where it's just like, I, I wish it would like a video like could record me on these dates where it's just like pure comedy. I'm just like this, this is a joke. I'm being punked. I know. I'm being punked. I've like, I've been lucky to not, I've had like dates that have been kind of uncomfortable and where you just like you know, deep down that that's not your person. Like this isn't it, but like, you know, whatever, you just continue to go with it. But my favorite thing to do is like second or third date. I just love to have, well, number one, I've always invited or introduced guys to my friends, like date two or three. Cause I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. If I kind of like the guy, I need to find out if he meshes with my friends. Cause yeah. if he doesn't, whatever. Um, but I always like to have them over to like cook together. Like, I just think that that's like, you know, cause that's what life would be is like cooking in the kitchen and, yeah. you know, having some wine and whatever. I, I do that with like any guy that I kind of like, I will have them over for dinner. I just think it's cute. And it's, it's like, cute. you feel comfortable cause you're at home and it's just like you're in your own space and there's not outside noise. You know what I mean? We're not young. I, I like that. I actually like that idea too. The best advice my friend gave me once, which has not has changed my way of looking at dating the approach completely, was 
he's there to impress you, not the other way around. So like when I do show up to a date, I'm very confident because I'm like, okay, show me what you're working with. I'm not here to impress you. Like I know, I know I'm damn good. I know you'd be lucky. So tell me why I should be talking to you. And so it kind of takes away my nerves because I used to have a full-blown panic attack too, like where I couldn't breathe. And I was like, can we meet out? Like, let me know. I would sit in my car and wait for them to get inside because I'm like, I'm not getting inside first. Like, I always want to be the one to get inside first. I'm the opposite where I'm like, because I don't want to be the one to walk in and like have to look around. Like, where are they? I'm like, I always show up first because then I can like not look like the dumb one. Well, I know like I'll know what they look like, but it's just even when I meet my friends somewhere, I'm like, send me a picture of where your table is because I'm always like I have an irrational fear of walking around like a restaurant and just not seeing them. And then I'm like, and they're probably watching me like this fucking idiot can't. So I just it's my like an irrational fear in my head. Well, for me, sometimes I feel like I'm like, I know what they look like, but then I'm like, I don't know what they look like. And I'm like, I don't know what they look like. Oh, I forgot what they look like. And it's like panic mode because I'm like, Nicole focus like yeah know. Like, you know them when you see them but I just yeah oh I always show up first because I hate having to like find I'm like nope I want to be in I want to be the one who's in control here like I'm here you can find me yeah seriously what I do wait what's one of the like cringiest dates you've ever been on oh god probably we kind of touched on this yesterday but we had our technical difficulties it was for sure the second date I went on with this guy, even after the first date, I could tell I just didn't really like him. But I was like, I mean, we had a good time. It was a very cute date to our first date. We went, there's this vineyard here and they do like in the summer, they have live music um, and like kind of blue grassy type music and they have a bonfire, whatever. Him and I were the last ones there. Like the owners kept the fire going and it was like kind of sprinkling raining and we just like sat and talked about life and it was great. But I still was like, ah, like, I don't know. I just don't, whatever. So we made plans to go on a second date. We went to the golf simulators and he had said that he golfed, but that he wasn't like super great at it. And I was like, well, I'm not super great at it either. Like, it'll be fun. He was so bad. And I felt it was just so uncomfortable. I was like, this is so awkward because do I laugh? You know, because it was like, it was only our second date. If it was a guy that I'd been dating forever, I'd be like, oh my God, you suck. But oh my God. And I, Chelsea and her husband, John came with us. It was like a double date and John is really good at golf. So then I was like, this is just so awful it was so cringe it was like I still to this day think about it I want to puke like it was so bad oh this is this is bringing me oh my god word vomit this is bringing me flashbacks to mine when I went on a date with a guy who doesn't drink oh that would be tough for me my friends told me they literally like they were like Nicole you love to drink why would you go on a date with someone who doesn't like to drink at all I was like because slim pickings you guys you pick and choose Oh my God. He took me to a, and I'm not trying to be like a everyone to each their own, but he took me to a bar that basically vomited Big Bang Theory everywhere. If you can picture like Star Wars characters, the size of me, everyone's playing. Yes. It smelled like BO immediately when I got in, I went, Oh, there's a bar was it? I lived in Milwaukee for 10 years. I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that. Where did you live? Yeah. I lived on the East side. I lived on – well, I lived all over because I went to college there. But then when I lived – You went to UNM? In a, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. No way. I went to Riverside yeah. High School down the road. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Yeah. I was there from 2007. I moved back to Deep Here like literally 10 years to the date that I moved to Milwaukee. 
It was crazy. Yeah, it was like full circle. But I mean, we I lived all over the east side. I can't remember the story. I think I lived on Prospect. Dude, that's where I live. One bedroom. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. So gosh. I lived there. Yeah. So I know. I know the. Milwaukee. Well, I was. A, you should have. Yeah. So I know Milwaukee. I know the men. The binary. I was ready to. The binary is where he took me. Did you ever go there? I don't think West I Dallas, ever... first one red flag. Oh, anyone dirty Dallas. Yes, anyone who suggests a date in West Dallas, I was like, ewey. Yeah, no hate. There are there are a couple like hidden gems, but for the most part, yeah, no. You know, not for a first date. Go somewhere cute downtown or no, something. No, this was the second date. The first date, hotel. The first date was at a cocktail lounge, and four hours, Hannah. Four hours, one drink, one drink. The waiter was getting pissed at us because we were there for four hours. I tried to leave in the middle. And I couldn't. I felt paralyzed. It was so awkward. Oof. And he tried to do like the kiss goodbye. And I was like, nah, it ain't it. And then I was just like, now I feel like a bitch. So I gave him a second chance. And then he took me to yeah. the binary. And he made fun of me. He was like, are you going to get the shakes because you're not drinking? And I was like, what? No, sir. Goodbye. And then he was like trying to flirt. And so this was a game bar. So we played like Yahtzee and pool and we played air hockey and like, which I don't mind that stuff. But it also yeah, was like, that's kind of cute. But if you're feeling the guy, if not. Correct. But also, yeah. I was the only female in the bar. There oh. was 10 other guys, but playing like Minecraft at a giant table staring. So everybody yeah. knew we were on a date and everyone's watching and it smells like fucking BO. And I'm like, yeah. I want to leave immediately. My heart was racing the whole time. And at that point, I feel bad, but I went into full savage mode. And when I'm in full savage mode, it means I literally don't give a shit what you think about me because I just, yeah. I'm out. And he was just like making dig at like he literally was like, damn. And I was like, what? Like, but like in what world does a man think that that's what a girl wants to hear on a second date? Unless you've been dating for years or like, why are you making fun of me? I'd be like, fuck you. I, I was like, I should get a drink just to piss you off. And then afterwards, I was just ready to go. I literally looked at my watch and I was like, oh, if I leave now, I can work out in the morning. And he was like, you really want to leave? And I was like, I really want to work out. And he was yeah. like, okay. I was like, yep. It was 930. Yeah. And I was like, no, we need to. And the the date before prior to that, the week before, 11, was out until 11 o'clock on a Oof. school night. I was like, no. Yeah, that's too late. Cringe. Oh, I yeah. feel bad for myself. I'm like painting a picture right now in that bar. I know. But here's the deal. It's like I think back to those things and I'm like, I'm actually glad that happened because it's a funny experience. And it's like, you know, you can just it's just <laughs> funny to laugh back. I'm like, that was horrible. That was literally the most cringe. It was so bad. I'm such an awkward person sometimes that the first date within the two hour mark, mind you, we were at a cocktail bar, but like the neighborhood surrounding it. We went to Bri uh, Brian's cocktail lounge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cute. Yeah. And I mean, the neighborhood, it is what it is. And I left a bag in my back seat. And like, I mean, mm -hmm. I grew up in Milwaukee. Shit gets stolen and busted yeah. too. That I was like, oh, I left my bag in my back seat. I kind of want to go grab it. And he goes, Are you having that miserable of a time that you want to leave? And I was like, No, no, no. I'm not trying to leave. I'm just trying to say, like, I have a bag in my back seat that I really want to get. He's like, You really want to leave? And I was like, Well, now I do. I was like, Fuck the bag. I guess I'm staying two more hours after that. Oof. Yeah. It's a savage, it's a savage world out there. And then I have to like, you know, and then I know that I'm not perfect. My God, I like talk to my therapist about it where I'm just like, 
what is my issue where then I do have like these nice guys and then I'm like, you know, with the guy who it didn't work out with because he was just whatever. But I was like talking to my therapist about it because at the same time I was still having this situationship with this loser. But I'm like, okay, is the reason that I'm not into this one guy is because it's like not a chase and I'm like not, I don't have anxiety all the time. And, you know, like, am I just attracted to the chase and then it goes away and it's like you know I grew up I have stuff from my childhood that that my therapist has been like well you know you were in you were always having to fight for attention with the way you were raised so now like you're bringing that into your relationships and you don't think about like stuff like that that you bring then into adulthood Mm -hmm. you know and so it's like and what was one thing that she said to me one time where I was like she said, don't compare being content with like being a bad thing. She's like, being content like isn't a bad, it's not boring. Like you're making it. And she's like, that's, you're just not used to being content. Like you, you know, never have been. So it's like a weird thing for you. She's like, you can't associate being content with like being bored. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm like, but I've just been so used to like the anxiety with like, do they like me? Do they not? And it's like, you want them to. So then I always have to question that in my head, too. I'm like, am I the problem? Like, am I just only going for the people that don't give me what I want because I find it more appealing? I don't know. It's just so, like, it's just a wild time to be alive. I We are literally the same person, Hannah, because I've noticed that men who chase me, I feel suffocated. Yeah. Like, but that's, like, what I want. It's, like, then I want the assholes to do that to me yes and then I'm like you're clingy you're about why are you tracing me but then I want to chase and then those guys don't want me because I'm chasing and I'm like why do I like to chase but then when I am all I want is to be chased and I'm getting chased and I'm like bro you better back up like no yes illy go okay I'm like 100 the same way I'm like what is wrong with me and it's just like I don't think for both of us that we just met someone where it's a both give and take of a chase like it's like a tug of war Versus it's either mm-hmm. we're winning and we're pulling or we're being pulled. And it's just like, there's not, there's no resistance. And like, I just have not found someone who gives me a run for my money. I'm just constantly running or yeah. running away. And it's just yes. like, there's no happy medium. And then I'm chasing too much that I overdo it. And I ruin yes. things because I'm like, oh my God, I had feelings for you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, too soon, Nicole, what are you doing? Chill out. I know. I know. It's, yeah, it's. And I keep having to tell myself that I'm like, listen, when it's the right person, like they are going to be nice and they are going to, you know, I won't have to like have the anxiety of the chase, but it will just be the right thing. Like, I don't know, but I just, I have to remind myself that I'm not perfect either. Cause I do the same thing. Like I shut down. I mean, in the month of January alone, I had like probably four different people try to set me up. I had like multiple guys like reach out and like try to take me out and I turned them all down because I was like oh like they were just like talking to me too much and I'm like what am I doing like why don't I just give it a shot like I'm just being so stupid but I don't know I guess I'm just I just feel like if I know I'm gonna know and I'm just over like wasting my time I'm like if I'm not feeling it then why am I gonna waste anyone's time thank you for saying that because I had two guys ask me out in the month of January as well and I declined both and it was because I just was like, I, and I feel bad. I made, I, I wasn't honest. I made up an excuse for both. 
And I, I do feel bad. I wish I would have just been honest, but I, I was like, I'm not, I, I'm not into it like that. And so I yeah. appreciate you asking me out, but I, it's a no for me. And I like, I, it makes me feel like that's almost karma, but it's like, you're allowed to say no. People are allowed to be attracted to you and say no. And that's okay without feeling bad. Cause we don't owe them anything. And so sure. it's like, someone always says like, we could have a boyfriend if we truly wanted to. But I'm like, True. I don't feel that neither of us are one of those people who need a boyfriend to feel happy in life. Like, no. I'm happy with my life. Would it be nice to have a, a partner, a boyfriend? Yes. Do I need one to be fulfilled and feel worthy and feel validated? Absolutely not. And I think that's really noble and strong of us because I saw this TikTok that said women – who are in their late twenties, early thirties that are single have no idea the prize that they're actually holding on to because the growth, the time that we have, I wish I would have saved it. It said all these things. And it really has really tapped into me that I'm like, I'm about to take advantage of this time of being single because a lot of people don't have that. They found their person so young and it's just like, it's, you continue to grow. And it's like, if I was dating someone five years ago, I am not the same person today that I don't know how we would have even grown. Probably would have grown apart because I had some soul searching to do that. I'm not the same person. Yeah. But then it's also like, you know, would you have even done the soul searching? It's like, I think about that too. I mean, you know, I've grown so much as a person that I think about it too. I'm like, you know, where would my career be? Like, would I have experienced the things that I've experienced and done the things I've done and all of this stuff? Like if I would have had someone, cause I'm very much someone like when I find my person, like I do want to like throw myself into that. Yeah. So it's like, I think that life has just given me a different path where it's like, I've, you know, been given the time to like experience all of these things. And like, you know, I have an incredible job where I get to do really cool stuff and like go do, you know, cool things. And it's like, I just don't know if I would have been able to do that stuff if I had another person. So I just see it as absolutely as a different life path. And, you know, it's, t- it's given me time to reflect, but like you said, I don't need, like, do I want someone else there? Of course I do. Like, that would be great to like share life and, mm-hmm. you know, have a best friend to go home to, but I don't need, like, I'm very grateful and happy with, all of the things I have in my life. Like you said, it's just an added bonus. Yeah, absolutely. But it's hard. Yeah, I know. There was one day like during COVID, we, me and Hannah had COVID at the same time, you guys. Oh yeah, we did. Oh, what a shitty time to get COVID. I had such big plans too. I was like, boo, boo. I was, I literally cried that I had to miss New Year's with my friends. I like bought a dress. We had these plans forever. I was so happy that my friends were texting me that it was that no one was having fun they're like because like I wasn't there two other guys weren't there because they had COVID and they were just like we're just not having fun and I was just sitting I'm like yes I just felt so good about it and then the situationship guy was apparently they all went to the bar after and I get a text from my friend like he's here and he's talking to some blonde chick I'm like thank god I wasn't out because I want I would have caused a scene or he would have found a way to like manipulate and sweet talk me and I probably would have like brought him home or something stupid so I'm like you know what I was meant to have COVID but it was a shitty feeling to miss out on stuff I cr- funny my best friend who I was supposed to do plans with actually got COVID with me 
Oh, so that worked out. Well, it did work out. But at first I cried because I really wanted to go. We were going to a dinner tasting with a wine pairing. And so instead of spending money on that expensive meal, I spent money on Gucci sunglasses. So. Oh, there you go. It all worked out. It all worked out as I cried about. I was just like, oh my God, I'm alone. I cried all day. Yeah. Yeah. That alone was rational. Yeah. Again, alone on 2022. And then I was like, oh my God, Nicole, get over yourself. Chill out. Like. I know. It's like you just had like a month full of parties and Packer games and all this stuff. Like you're going to miss one night, but it's just like, you know, I just, I hate missing out on stuff. So I literally cried all day. I was so sad. I say yes to things. All people are like, you always are doing something. I'm like, I have FOMO, but I do feel, I don't know if you can relate on new year's. I feel like my FOMO broke that a lot of my friends were at a party and they were blowing me up. Like we wish you were here sending me Snapchats. And I, was not feeling left out at all. I actually was like, I'm so happy I'm in my bed right now. Not mm-hmm. having a headache because I didn't drink. I was like, I am, it broke my FOMO that I was like, I can survive without doing stuff with my friends. And they can do stuff without me. Like I'm happy. I know. I like to say that, but then it like, if something were to happen this weekend, <laughs> like I remember there was the, cause I, me and some of my friends share each other's location and it was like a couple Fridays ago, I left work and I look at my location and I see Chelsea was somewhere with Trey. And I'm like, um, excuse me, is there a group dinner going on that I didn't know about? And she was like, no, the guys were golfing and her husband is one of the guys. She's like, so I just came to grab a bike quick. I'm like, well, I'm a little pissed off that I'm not there. And I'm like, okay, Hannah, chill. Like you don't need to spend every meal with them. It's okay. No, I feel you. I have all my friends' locations. And when they don't text me, I'm like, hmm, what are they? Oh, I'm checking it all. Yep. I'm like, where are you? Because I can You're at home. Yeah. I do the the same thing. It's so funny. My friends, they'll do it to me and they'll be like, why are you here right now? Are you on a date? I'm like, you guys, if I was on a date, I would tell you I was on a date. Seriously. You would would know because I don't want to get murdered. Correct. I usually am on FaceTime with the friend until it's time to leave at the last minute when I'm going on a date. I'm usually like, okay, okay, now I got to go. Bye. Like, yeah, I need the recon. Yes. Well, I am so happy you came on and talked with me. That was, that was a lot of fun. You're very, you can tell you do this for a living. You're very good and articulate. And like, do you see how I've been talking with my hands moving? I've been like squirrel a little bit. Like you're very... (laughs) I do always talk with my hands. I feel like my hands were just down below, but I am also very like, I'll be in a studio by myself doing my show and I'll be doing that. I'm like, what are you doing? You're in a room by yourself, but I'm also a hand talker. Hand talker. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, cause I ask all of my guests, like who is their lady in pink, but I kind of feel like you embody the lady in pink. Like, that's so nice. Yeah. You just like, like, even when you said you're on your different path, like you inspire other people, like people know they can relate to you. They listen to you for a reason. And so it's like, you're there to give back to everybody. And so I think that you're definitely a definition of a lady in pink. Cause that's what I want people to do is Thank to you. embody that. And so I choose yeah. you as the lady in pink today. Well, thank you. I do have to say, like, I get messages from girls all the time that will listen to my podcast or whatever. And they'll be like, just think because I'm very open about things. And I'll, you know, I'll go and I'll post the podcast and I will debate it in my head like, oh, shit. Like, should I have said that? Like, should I have, you know, gone that deep into it? But then I'll get messages from girls like, thank you so much for being so honest. Because, like, I'm going through such a similar situation. It's so nice to hear. So it's definitely like you know, it, 
blesses my heart to hear that yes people can relate to it and that what I'm doing isn't just me being like a petty bitch like a guy made me sad so I'm like well I'm gonna go talk about it my podcast like no he, he made me sad so, too. so it makes me feel good to know that you know there are a lot of other girls that are dealing with the shittiness that we're dealing with for yes. sure I I will say this my last thing is I I had a little bit of anxiety like a couple weeks ago. Well, every day. And I was like, okay, so people do message us that they can relate. But sometimes, I don't know, I get a wave of like, I feel so alone because I'm the only one who's projecting it to the world. So it's like Mm -hmm. the whole world knows that I'm going through this. I know 10 other girls message me about it, but nobody knows that. Only I do. So then sometimes it still feels a little hard and anxious and I feel alone because I'm like, Nobody else knows your business, but then I'm like, okay, Nicole, that's what you signed up for. That's what you have to remember. Yes. But it's like, it's a hard concept sometimes. You ever feel that way? Oh, a hundred percent. And I also feel all the time, and I've been trying to get better about this, and I've talked to a therapist about this too, is that I care way too much about what people think of me. So then I will, yeah, like I'll release that podcast and I'll be thinking like, oh my God, is there going to be like even one person out there that's like, oh, how annoying or why, whatever. And then it's like, why? Or I mean, even with my radio show, I mean, the amount of hatred stuff that I get because people are behind a screen or behind, you know, whatever. And I'll have all these people say all these nice things and like, you know, ratings come out. My ratings are great. But then like, I just fixate on like, why doesn't that person like me? Yes. Or what, you know? Why did they think that was annoying? And so I've just, that's one thing I have to, I do the same thing. I'm like way too worried about what people think. I think you're my twin flame because that is my number one struggle in life is I'm a people pleaser and I care all the time. Like I always text my friends. I have two friends. I'm like, can you listen to the episode and please tell me what you think? Like I need to know now. And they're like, Nicole, it's all, I'm like, no, I need you to stop what you're doing and listen now. And it was great. I'm like, whew, okay. Like, because I get anxious about what I say or what I share. And then I don't want people to put an impression on me or, or have a thing. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but like one, and it's like, it's not even like we get negative comments because for those, the people who are hiding behind the screen, like grow the fuck up. Yeah. Well, also you have to remember that they're very, I have to remind myself, like how sad are they in their life that you're going to reach out and say something like that? Cause there have been plenty of things I've seen on social media where I'm like, why would they do that or why? But it's like to be the person that's actually going to say something to someone like you have to be sad in your life. Oh, absolutely. And I have to remember my, like, even if there is one comment, one bad, like criticism, that's okay. I don't like tomatoes. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean tomatoes aren't bad. Like it's okay if not everyone's going to like it, but I fixate on that one thing versus a hundred people told me how much they loved it. I'm like, yeah, but no, someone else said they didn't. I need to know why. Like it's, it's so mental. And then I spiral and then I think like, oh my God, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, should I be doing this? Is this a good idea? Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, you have to just continue to do it for you. Block out those haters. And my favorite advice that someone, my therapist gave me was it's none of your business what people think about you. And I was like, true hey. that. I was like, fuck, yep. right. It is none of my business. Yep. As long as you can go to bed happy every night. And, you know, I have to remind myself that all the time. Like when I get down about being single, even, and, yep. or, you know, uh, that I'm behind in certain things financially or whatever, I have to like remind myself, like, how, like, you have so many things in your life that so many people want, yep. you know, like, 
the amount of messages I get, like, I want to be in your friend, like you guys have the best friend group or like, you know, you have such a cool job and all this stuff. It's like, I have so many things that people want. Like, why am I fixating on, you know, the I'm, people, you can do that with body image. You can do that with anything, but it's just, you know, you have to work on just going to bed and waking up every day, just grateful. Like, you know, I'm paying my own bills. I have an apartment. I have a car. I have a job. I have friends. Like, You're you know, surrounded by so much love that yeah, love, it, it will come. It'll come when it's supposed to. I literally have a tattoo on my body that says everything happens for a reason. And it's like, it does follow the path. I always find even in tragic events and you're like, why did that happen for a reason? It's like, what is my message from this? What am I gaining? What am I learning from this? Because that is how I approach life and continue to move forward and not like, cause I mean, we all have bad days. I too, I'll cry. Cause I'm like, I'm single and I'm lonely. And I'm like, do you know, I, I, the same exact thing you just said. And so it's just remembering everyone wants what, what, they, what they don't have. And I need to just be thankful for what I do have, because how can I have more if I'm not even appreciative for what I have right now? For sure. hundred percent. It's hard to do, but I just feel like that's, why I think everyone should go to therapy and everyone should look within themselves, And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we all can work on things and that we should. Especially when it comes to dating. It's, oh, for sure. Nobody likes to pay, take a look at themselves. And it's like, it's awkward and it's uncomfortable. But if you want something so bad, you have to. And then it really opens your eyes about like, like for me, my picker. Like I took this dating class, I paid $50 for this thing. And it was like, what's your picker? And I realized that I was picking people who gave me toxic attention. Mm -hmm. That's the whole thing is that you like the chase and that it's toxic. Yeah. I was seeking validation and I'm like, you're seeking so much validation from these people who treat you like shit, but you're not even validating yourself. Mm -hmm. And And you can have a million people tell you that. The amount of times that my best friends in the whole world have said those words to me, but unless until you realize it, it's not going to change because it's like, no, I'm not doing that. You don't. I remember saying my friends all the time, like, but you don't know the conversations that him and I have like on a daily basis. You know, you don't know our relationship, but you just hear me say the bad stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, Hannah, like. It's embarrassing. I'm so, like, yeah. mm, you don't know him like I do. And they're like, mm, yeah. here we do, Nicole. And I'm yeah. like, yeah but until you until you you know do the work on yourself and get past it you're never gonna understand and truly to be honest I hope those who are listening who are in relationships you guys have work to do because it only is gonna make you guys I've I've seen so many failed marriages and relationships that are not making it through right now it's because they both have work to do and aren't doing it and it's like afraid to do it and I'm like you have to because in yeah. order for me, I'm like, I'm so excited to have a relationship because of all the work that I've done that I'm like, now I can truly be open and honest about my feelings and how I communicate where so many relationship people in relationships don't even know how to communicate with each other because for they sure. don't know where to start. And it's like, yeah. And like, what is it going to hurt? Even if you're not having problems, like why not just, you know, continue to work on yourself so you can like grow together if something were to come up. I don't think there's any shame in that at all. No, I agree. I agree. And everybody literally, it's like having a phone. Everybody should go have a therapist. For sure. And men, men who are- You need that outside perspective. 
They do. And men are the ones who need therapy. Why is it always women going to therapy? No, men, you need therapy. Seriously, you guys have childhood trauma that you need to address, which is why you treat women like shit. Like, no, let's pull that inner child. No, I get so irritated. Like, My friend Laura and I did that to guys once who were screwing us over at the same time. We literally just sent them therapist links. We're like, you need to go to therapy. Like, well, I've that sometimes because I'm a social worker and I have experience and training in therapy that sometimes I do therapy with men that now I've ruined it for me. Um, and I'm like, <sighs> I no longer have yeah. an attraction towards you because now I feel like I'm yeah. a therapist and I know your traumas and it's just, this isn't going to work. Yeah. And I did. When that. it's your person, you won't have to feel that way. No. Just got to remember that. That's what I tell myself. I'm like, ooh, Nicole, you are not the same. Yeah. You should not be unpackaging <laughs> these demons for them. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, wow, she really got me through. They're like crying on the date. They're like, you really broke through. A wall no one's broken through before. <laughs> I, but I literally, before we go, texted someone. This is This is putting my life on blast for like a booty call. Ended up Ooh, just nice. doing the therapy. I was like, oh, I was like, it's three a.m. Opposite of what you thought you were getting. Yep. I was like, it's 3 a.m. I'm really tired. I'm going to, we're just going to, yep. I just provided a lot of moral support here. Yeah. I'm glad <laughs> you got something out of this. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm out. This was the opposite of what I was looking for. I'm going to go sleep in my own bed by myself. <laughs> Goodbye. We'll be sending an invoice for that. Yeah. For <laughs> Please Venmo me. <laughs> That's all I'm looking for. My friend sent a Venmo to all of her ex-boyfriends and said, this is for therapy for all the damage you guys have done. Yes. Genius. Some of them accepted and most of them declined. (laughs) I'm going to do that next time I'm drunk. All all the boys who've wronged me. Hey, you were and I really need some wine to get over it. Could you Venmo me, please? Yeah. (laughs) I just, you know what? I like acts of service, so... Give me money. What is your top long languages? I think for sure acts of service, but not in like a, not in a superficial way. It's like, you know, that they just like want to do something nice. But I think we talked about this last night. It's like, I mentioned to a guy once that I just love like keeping flowers in my room. So like he, you know, brought me flowers and I'm like, you know, that's so sweet that they just like doing something nice just to do something nice. I think that's the sweetest thing. Because I'm very much, I love doing nice things for other people and like, you know, giving them things. And so when I get that in return, I think I really like that. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. The attention to detail. Yes. Yes. My oh, show. Words of affirmation too. Mm. Yes, I need that because I'm an anxious Annie. Mm-hmm. Always. I can have a guy telling me that I'm the best person in the world and that they love me and never like will never talk to anyone else. And I will still in my head go, what if he's texting someone else? What if he, you know, like, do they really actually still like me? Like a guy can be doing nothing to make me think that they are, they don't like me, but I need that reassurance because I'm a psychopath. (laughs) Whatever. Also my number one is physical touch. Like it's not like Mm -hmm. suffocating physical touch. It's like, I true. That's why hugs, the first thing I notice on a date is a hug because the way you hug someone shows how open you are to physical touch. And I've, that just, that's for sure. And there's just nothing better. Even just like a little like brush of the shoulder or whatever. There's nothing better than just like knowing that they do it to you just because they like want to be touching you. And you're just like, Oh, I just want to like, just eat you alive right now. I love that. (laughs) 
I love that. Or like they like brush their leg up against you and you're sitting there. It's like, I want to have your babies. Yeah. Let's. If we're driving a little hand on the leg, please. Oh, That's all I need. Love that. That's all I, I love need. it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. I, this is the longest podcast I've ever done an hour and 30. Well, you can tell we like to talk. Yeah, I love it. We'll have to do this again. We'll have to do like a, a series of like, I'll start dating again, like a series of dating. Yes. You can come on my podcast next. We'll do that. I would love that. You need to come we'll to Milwaukee. Like come back and visit your old stomping grounds. I know. I'm going to be there for like eight hours next week. I'm flying to Atlanta next Friday. Is that next Friday already? And I'm flying out. My friend Ange lives in Muskego. And so I'm fl- I'm driving to Milwaukee after work. And then we fly out at like 5 a.m. on Friday. So oh, I'll be there for Friday. Okay. Oh, well, I was going to say yeah. oh, it's on Friday. Okay. Well, that that's a bit of a time crunch. And well, this is – Yes. Okay. But I do need to come back. I came back and went out. Yeah. I That night that you texted me, I ended up not going out. And I was like pissed because I was like, you guys, my friend Hannah's in town. I have to go. And I did not go out. And I Yeah. We got – So that was rare for me. We got – very drunk. I went out with, well, it was my friend Ange. And then there's this guy, Scott, who lives in Milwaukee, who he was my bartender on my 21st birthday. And I literally fell in love with him. Like was like, did not leave the bar the whole night was like, I'm going to marry this man. So like, we've been friends ever since. And so like every birthday, he was a bartender at, um, Buckhead is where I met him. And then he was a bartender at Red Rock for years and so every year on my birthday we would go wherever he was bartending and we would like take a picture as our anniversary but I haven't seen him in forever so it was me him and my friend Ange that we just got wasted at camp and it was just it was so much fun because I was like sounds like a blast yeah it was so fun because I haven't seen him I was like Scott love of my life love him (laughs) well we'll we'll get you here like in the spring or summer because that's when Milwaukee I mean as you know it's the best time winter is not in patio hop Yes. Yes. That'd be so fun. I'm in. Do like, Count me in. Yes. Love it. Amazing. Thank you. Well, yes, again, well, I really, really appreciate you coming on and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of girls can relate, I'm sure. So yes. If you guys, Hannah, Hannah's podcast, you said it's on Apple Podcasts. It is on Apple Podcasts, Google Play and Stitcher, I think are the three apps that it's on. And it's called Caffeinated and Confused. Yes. And yep. what's your Instagram handle so people can come find you and listen to your radio? Oh, it's on air Hannah. I can also I'll tag you when I do the do the episode and then people can can follow you for also more inspiration outside of me Perfect. and yes. all of my inspiration and drunk shenanigans and yes. TikToks. That's basically we'll make a TikTok video yeah. and we'll do like a, yes. a series of oh, take a drink and then you like the wine about it did you ever watch yes it? yes no i don't think so but i'm in whatever it is anything about with wine wine about it and every time they yeah. would like ask these questions the more wine they drank the funnier it became we'll have oh hell yeah i'm Nicole wine about it yes amazing okay consider me in <laughs> i love it if you like what you hear please like and subscribe on apple Podcasts and spotify please leave me a review i love to know what you guys think i am on instagram at the lady in pink podcast i'm going to be doing a giveaway here soon with my girl danielle d white candle co some candles she has some really cool um new candles coming out so i'm going to do a giveaway here soon to kind of expand my audience 
And again, I have some new sponsorships coming up. It's all in the works. So I got some exciting things up ahead. And I am now on Wednesdays. So made the switch so that we can all tune in with our hashtag. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. So please, if you want to do that, post that on your Instagram. I would love to see it um, just to engage with you guys a little bit more. So I will see you guys on Wednesday.